Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free ebook on how to scale your business to multiple six and even seven figures by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself as the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is DM me the word gift on Facebook at Brent Weaver. That's facebook.com slash Brent Weaver. And I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in business and life. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we are hanging out with Jennifer Buzza. Jennifer is the co-founder and growth advisor for Web Clio, a digital agency based in the Los Angeles area. She's also the visionary for a company called WorkSitter. We're going to be talking about that a little bit today. She's a business mentor at Hub 101. And I'm going to say maybe most importantly, I might be biased, but Jen is also our lead mentor here at YouGurus. She has mentored and coached and trained probably over a thousand agencies within our U Academy Pro and Elite and Bootcamp programs over the last seven years. So Jen, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I, I love everything entrepreneur, everything digital agency. And of course, Brent, I love you. I'm always happy to be on the same stage as you and in your presence. So thanks for having me. And and I probably should have said welcome back to the program because I know we had you True. we had you in episode thirty. I think we're close to or maybe near episode two hundred and thirty. We're not that far yet, but uh, you were maybe. almost two hundred episodes ago, which is which is a few years. So uh, welcome back. I know some things have grown and evolved in in your own businesses, and uh, and yeah, let's let's talk about that yeah. today. So one thing that I I wanted to open the show with was. This thing that you brought up with me, I don't even know if I heard it from you. I heard it like from somebody else. They said, they were like, did you know that Jen has, she pays people to watch her work? And I was like, yeah. come again? <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? Like they, 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 they want, like they help her out. Like, no, no, no. She just pays people to like watch her work. So maybe mm-hmm. like... Is it a first? Is that true? And then second, what does that even mean? I love it. So, see, I am I am a quick start, classic ADD, diagnosed ADD um, entrepreneur. So, for for me to come into this wild west of business, right? There's there's all the guidelines for corporate America. You know the structures. You got the handbooks. All of that. And we chose to be entrepreneurs. We chose to live our life this way. And it's really like off road riding, right? You're really out and there's no stop signs. There's no go signs. There's no signs. So you have to kind of make your own way to some extent with help and with community, right? So I found, Brent, that I was really struggling with all the, I should be able to do this. I should be able to do that. How come I didn't get my to-do list done? How come I'm doing... And I, I was failing. And actually, before I went through boot camp with U Academy, uh, I actually called myself a project manager, which which is a really terrible joke um, and something that I 
had the opportunity to learn from you too of like, hey, don't sit in a seat and don't sell stuff that, you, you know, you don't sell into paint concept. So I started to move more into my genius, my superpower, my talent, but there were still a lot of tasks that needed to be done. Um, and some of them, even though, you know, I do delegate almost everything that's not my superpower, some of them I still need to do. Like I st- I'm still want to watch my finances. I still want that to be me, right? And there's some emails that I still want to approve, um, but I procrastinate them. And I'd procrastinate them and they'd be on my to-do list day after day. And that weighed down on me so heavy, right? So what I did is I started, I had a virtual assistant, great person. And I said, hey, can you just come at this time and meet me? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. She's like, what am I going to be doing? I'm like, just can you watch me? Can you just watch me work? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend 10 minutes on this, 20 minutes on this, 10 minutes on brainstorming. And then can you keep time for me? And she said, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And that's where it started because I am too distractible, too many things on my list to do that I didn't know which one to start. I knew I needed help also, Brent, but I didn't know how to start. I didn't know how to hire a a full-fledged VA. I wasn't sure how to do that yet because I'm like, well, I can't give them all of the finance and I can't give them all of the onboarding and I can't give them. And I thought that it was like a full-time position that I had to be ready financially and you know, emotionally ready to like give that whole thing up. So I started with this, with a work sitter is what I called her. I'd come and, and she's like, I'm like, it, it is like, I need to be babysat. Like, let's just be real with Jen here. <laughs> I need, I need somebody watching me to get this stuff done. And so I gave, I, I imposed these external kind of like deadlines on myself, but had another human there. And, and to this day, um, I'm many years into work sitting and I work sit every single day. So I have a VA show up for me every single day at a scheduled hour. I have the agenda of all the things that aren't like my flow, like the things that I don't flow in, the things I need a little wrangling. I need a little Mm. help with. I need somebody to be like, okay, Jen, you can do this, right? Like reading my own writing is so painful, friend. It's so painful. Mm. I won't do it. I will write something or have it written and it will sit there and never, ever, ever go out the world ever because I can't do it. Like in terms of like reading it in, in for the purposes of editing and then sending like yes. an email to a yes. list or something like that. That's exactly it. It's like reading it, approving it and saying, yes, publish it. It was, it was like, can I just do a couple root canals? Like, I mean, really <laughs> just, and I don't, this is the thing too, Brent. I don't care. Well, that's not true. I don't want to go to years of therapy to find out why that is. And I could take a guess, you know, you're declaring yourself to the world and that's scary. It is scary. <laughs> Right. Um, so I could take a guess of why we don't want to do this. Why, you know, but I didn't, I don't, I'm like, I don't have years and years. I don't want to spend years and years. Just, can you sit with me for 20 minutes a day while I do this? And mm. then 20 minutes a day while I do this other thing that I want to do, but it's hard for me to do alone. So like in terms of, of trying to, trying to figure out why there are certain things you procrastinate or why you, as they say, like you should all over yourself, yep. Uh, yep. which I think entrepreneurs can can relate well with. So instead of procrastinating or having those things that you don't don't make time for, you kind of put those all in a bucket and then you sit down with the VA and the VA kind of runs through that. Hey, what's up agency owners? Quick question for you. Could your client retention rate be better? Most small businesses are terrible at closing leads, so it's pretty common to churn lead gen clients quickly. But I've been really impressed with a new all-in-one marketing platform that actually closes leads without clients having to get involved. 
The platform, which is called High Level, is built specifically for agencies. And the best part is you can white label it so you can present it to your clients as your own software and collect that sticky software revenue in addition to your services charges each month. High Level normally has a 14-day free trial, but as a member of the YouGurus community, you have access to an extended 30-day trial, which you can access at gohighlevel.com forward slash YouGurus. That's gohighlevel.com forward slash U-G-U-R-U-S. All right, let's get back to the program. One of the struggles that I hear from agency owners, and I'm, I mean, that's the world I live in, but I'm sure there are, I mean, I'm sure every entrepreneur struggles with this, is, is what to delegate to a VA and how to delegate to, to a VA. And, and this has always felt a little bit different to me, that you're, mm-hmm. you're just working with the VA. Um, they're watching you work. I mean, what, what's their relationship with you when they're, when, if I'm going to get babysat for work? Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. You know what I feel when I talk about having somebody watch me work? Like, I feel Tell like me. that would be a very vulnerable experience. You know, I have found that for people. So, you know, I advise a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, and I have found that that is a feedback where like, I tried it. And so you don't have to, like, it's up to you. It's your game, right? You don't have to share your screen. You don't have to, you don't have to. So and it is vulnerable, Brent, because in order to hire a work sitter for yourself, you have to admit that you're not perfect. You have to admit that you can't do it all. And you have to do it in a way that you're showing somebody that, right? So it is, it is scary. And if you if you're if you, if one still needs the badge of perfection, then this is not for you, right? It's not this idea is not gonna work. We need to be able to set some of that aside and go, you know what I'm really good at? I'm good at these three things. I love these three things so much that if I only had to do these three things every day, I would feel like I never work, right? And all the other things, right, that still need to be done to run a business. And you get help with those, like build this structure around you. Because it is, it is vulnerable. And I've, I've heard that from people, like, but they were watching me. And you don't have to show them your bank account, right? So be smart about it. But um, yeah, it is, it is vulnerable. And I, I feel like that might be, Brent, the step that acknowledgement that you, you're not perfect, you need some support. Um, it's the same thing going to the doctor and like getting tested for ADD, right? It's like, am I okay? And they're like, well, here's some medication. I don't want to take the medication, right? So it is a vulnerable place to be. And it is with somebody who, you know, you're paying minimal $10 or something an hour. So um, yeah, I, I agree. And I think that once you get over that hurdle, or let me put it for myself, once I got over that hurdle, and like had a full disclosure of like, wow, like I'm so not perfect. I am a procrastinator. I am highly distractible, right? Like I can barely follow my own thoughts, right? When I was able to say that and and say it without like, you know, put it out there and I didn't put it out to the world, Brent, maybe I'm doing that now, but, um, but I put it out to my VA, right? Like it was to one person. I said, hey, look, I can't, I can't focus without you. And every day, Brent, Every day with my work sitter, I thank her. Oh, so thank you so much for being here. And I think she thinks I'm crazy. Like, what? I didn't do anything. No, no, thank you. I would not have gotten any of this done without you. So, yeah, it is. But getting over that hurdle, then it's just golden, golden. And so, wait, wait, back to your other question. Because you did have a question that I didn't answer. <laughs> Distractible. How to know what to delegate. Mm-hmm. So brilliant. So, you got to get going to get good, as my friend Leslie says. You got to get going to get good. So what I do is I have my VA come, right? I have hire a VA, have them come watch me and they make suggestions. You know, I could do that, Jen. Do you know, I could 
filter your emails for you? Do you know that I could make a template for every article you write? There could be like all the templates you set up and then you file them. You know, I could do all that. So they make suggestions. She makes suggestions for me of what she could take off. And the last part of the meeting is kind of a check-in of like, hey, can you do this? How long do you think it'll take? Great. So my work sitter is also my VAs and I have several there. So yes, I, I think that if we're going to overthink how to hire a VA, we're missing the boat. You're not hiring, you know, a, a top level project manager, right? Um, you're hiring somebody to come help you and you might not know what that is yet. And so start working. I have them works it. They follow what I'm doing. They get to know me and they get to be like, hmm, I can help you with this. I can help you with this. Mm, so kind of using them to like, they're watching you work. So they're able to maybe self-identify because there's those, yes. those things that of course we think that we are like, we were put on this earth to, you know, categorize mm-hmm. expenses in QuickBooks. Right. I mean, I know a lot of agency owners that are making, you know, high six figures or seven figures or multiple seven figures. And they're still the one that goes into QuickBooks or zero and is like, mm-hmm. You know, only I know that, you know, Adobe Creative Suite is software and systems, you know, like only I know that this, you know, I mean, and I think there's a lot of those tasks in our business. And, you know, I mean, it probably does come from some core beliefs around like only I can do yeah. this, you know, and yeah. so, so the work sitter or, or, or having a VA, right, having a VA yeah. just sit and watch you work is it's almost to me like it feels like you're kind of flipping the normal model on its head where the usual thing is like, I identify a thing, I -hmm. build an SOP or a training or a video, and then I've got to kind of like get through all that. And then I hand that off to somebody else to do it. And I hear this a lot, right? Well, I could just do it. It would just be easier to do it myself. hundred percent. Yeah. So I definitely like in, in that model, you know, Brent, it might work for some people. And and I believe it does. I've met like two people, right? But here's my thing. If you have tried to create SLPs before, so you did give it a whirl, you tried to create a process before you tried to create a checklist for some other human to follow. If you tried it before, if you've never tried it, give it a whirl, right? One whirl, give it one whirl. If you have, if you have tried it and you're like, yeah, I made that one kind of, and nobody ever saw it, then stop. Here's again, Brent, around carrying around the guilt of like, well, of course you need operating processes. How will you ever grow? How will you, how, how could you look at your, this is, that's the shame too of like, I don't have any operating process. I hear that all the time. Don't try to create an SOP from scratch, right? Have your VA watch you work, record the session. And I talk through, Brent, it's called pointing and calling. I talk through what I'm doing with my, with my virtual assistant. I say, okay, now I'm opening this email. I'm onboarding a client. So here's the first step. Here's the second step. And I'm not only doing that for the purposes of creating an SOP from it. I'm also doing it because pointing and calling is a way for you to focus your brain. It's like you're like talking to yourself, right? But you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So pointing and calling is like a thing or this is something that you, you know, you've learned from somewhere else or is it a thing that you've developed in this process? No. So this, it is an actual thing um, that is taught in psychology um, and it is used by the train systems, the subway systems of the biggest cities, Tokyo, New York, Toronto, um, there's more. And basically what it is is the conductors were opening the doors before they were stopped and people were falling and dying. So now there are signs. And if you look this up on YouTube, it's hilarious because people put things like whatever, things up by the signs. And so they have to stop. They have to point to the sign. And you'll watch, you can watch conductors in New York City do this. They point to the sign that says stop, then open doors. And they have to read it out loud. 
They have to point with their finger. They have to read out lights, stop, and then open doors. It's called pointing and calling. And ever since Tokyo was the first one to do it, ever since they put it into place, there's been no accidents around. So, oh, because because like the train would be moving, and the conductor yes. just would 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 instinctively open the yes. door, and like homeboy walks out in like a pillar, like. Okay. Exactly. So yep. then, yeah, walks out and it's still moving. So this pointing and which calling is not is funny. A I don't know why I'm too. laughing. So, so the the <laughs> the, the, the which is making me seem like I'm like a bad person or like laughing at people that are. That's, it's, well, I'm not laughing at them. I'm laughing right. at this idea that literally telling humans to like to like point at things while they're working and, and you know allows mm-hmm. you to kind of slow down and like actually like describe what you're doing. So you've yes. taken this pointing and calling system. And you're on a Zoom call, let's say, with your VA. Yep. And instead of mm-hmm. instead of you doing something alone in your office and trying to make it perfect before it goes to the VA to be delegated, you're just on a session with them already. And you're like, oh, hey, I need to send an invoice. Like, well, here's what I do to send an invoice. Like, I open up, you know, Harvest and I click on the client and I um, I click on the new invoice button and then I go over to this spreadsheet and I look at the work that we just completed for them and I copy that over to here, right? And then and so when you do that, yes. you essentially get this recording. You already have it because you're recording Zoom, but your work sitter or your VA is already on the call with you. Yeah. And their job is to go type that up. And if there's images needed, they go pull the images. Like it's this red button you click, pull that image. And then I get, and then the SOP or SOPs, it comes back to me for a check. You know, because sometimes when you do something live, you're like, actually, you know, I always do that that way, but I really need to do this first. So you're going to learn about yourself too. And now you have a process. And here's the thing, Brent, with operating procedures, with getting this stuff out of your brain, out of your autopiloted brain, a lot of what we do, we've like, you know, if we had to think over and over again how to tie our shoes, we wouldn't get out of the house, right? So we autopilot information. And when we're entrepreneur and we're running our business, we've gotten somewhere, we've made some sales, we've done something, we've delivered something, and it starts to get autopilot, which is brilliant. Like, thank you, brain, so much for not making me think of this over and over again. But when you're pointing and calling it and you're bringing that out, then it's then it's in front of you. So not only is it a good way to get it off your plate, but then to have like the self-assessment instead of like, mm. I always do it this way. This is so backwards. Like I've said that a million times, like scratch that from any SOP. Like this is the way I would do it. And then the other thing I want to say quickly about this friend is that what I found and what I find is that the, my hesitancy to hand something over was not just that I thought I had to do it. It's because it was in this cloud of autopilot. Like, I don't really know how I do it. I just do it. Right. And it'd be just easier if I just did it. Cause I wouldn't have to think about it. Right. Like I just go and I click these things. Right. So was, there are, are processes where step one is to alert Jen. Step five is to get set a 20 minute meeting with Jen to have it approved. Right. And I do this for all of my key staff, right. All of my key staff have their own work sitter and virtual assistant. Because I'm scaling my staff too. Because there's no, I don't care what anybody says. There's no one unicorn that does it all well. Just don't exist, right? There are people who do a lot of things really well. There's people who do one thing really, really well. That's almost everybody, right? Um, And I get this help for them too, because they also stay longer. Like if I'm taking my key staff and I'm making their light, their load lighter by taking off the things that weigh too much on them or weigh heavy of like, I should be better at this. I never got this. I never did no numbers. I take that off their plate. And now they're happy too, because they have the support they need, right? But my point was that in a process, if 
two of the 10 points is check in with Jen to get this approved. Great. That's how I start handing off anything I can, but not losing control of the whole scenario. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to tell you about one of my favorite white label partners, E2M. They can help with all your website design, web development, SEO, and content needs for your client projects. This includes WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify, BigCommerce, Webflow, Duda, SiteGlide, custom PHP applications, and much more. Have peace of mind when it comes to your outsourcing needs. Let E2M become an extension of your team so you can grow and scale how you want. Check them out today at e2msolutions.com. That's E, the number two, M, solutions.com. All right, back to our show. So let's let's talk a little bit about you. So, so you validated this idea with your own work style. You then mm-hmm. have started to give your staff VAs as well. And I think a lot of mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, when they think about a VA, they think about, oh, I need a VA because I'm doing low value work. But the reality is if you've got a team and in low value is such a weird thing. I mean, I, I've almost come into conflict of low totally. value tasks, high value tasks, right? Cause totally. you know, whatever, but like there's maybe doing things that, that aren't energizing them or maybe they aren't the highest and best use, you know, of their time. So, I mean, is there any resistance to staff? I mean, I feel like a lot, some people are good managers. Some people aren't managers. I imagine some, some agency owners out there right now are thinking, oh, I don't know, giving my staff like VAs, like wouldn't that cost a lot? Like would they actually use the resource well? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of thoughts that I immediately have of like, it kind of sounds scary in a way. Yeah, well, okay. So how much does turnover cost? How much does non-turnover when you needed that person to leave? And you just tell them, right? Like how much does that cost you? How many nights have I spent like, how am I going to let this person go? How am I going to let this person go at 80K a year? How am I going to let them go six months later? Well, I haven't let them go. And they are, they're not a good fit. And so they're messing up the whole fit of all of my team, right? So one thing that I do, Brent, that I, I'm, I'm on this, like this might be my sole responsibility of as leader of my company, is we have a document that I could share with you. It's not interesting. It's called <laughs> a green light, red light. And everybody on my team fills it out. We review it monthly. And it's all the green light stuff. It's their superpower stuff. They absolutely love doing. All the black are things that they are willing to do because they're being paid and they're willing to do them because they're on a team, right? Which is, you know, we hire a lot of people to cover things. And then there's red. And if there's anything on my team's red, I'm immediately alerted. Because once you have somebody who's so unhappy that they're like, I hate this. Every time I go to do this task, I think maybe I should look around. Maybe I should get a different job. Maybe I should you know, just not do any of this. Um, anytime that hits the list, I'm immediate, I, I know immediately and I start, I start looking right then. And the notion is I'm checking in, I'm taking a temperature, knowing that these are human beings that also change, right? A, a, a black might go to a green and we're all over, right? So I'm checking in so that I have a good take on how basically fulfilled, not happy because happy is a different thing, but fulfilled. How fulfilling is it for you to be a part of my team? part of this team, right? So I'm checking in on that. Here's the thing. I know that it might sound expensive, but I work most of my VAs are $10, 10 US dollars an hour. 10. A dinner, I'm here in Southern California, one dinner with one other human. If I get out for under 150, I'm like, wow, this is a cheap place. Right? <laughs> so 
you know, $10 an hour. So say you have a key staff, right? And let's say they are spending, I don't, I'm not going to be able to do the math, but 20% of the time stuff they don't like, and you get them a VA, right? For four hours a week. It doesn't have to be a million. Maybe it's 10 hours a week. That's hundred dollars. And now you're scaling your staff, right? So I always say scale yourself first, get the stuff off your plate that you don't like first, get it away and don't do it alone. If you still need to do it for whatever reason, do not do it alone, right? And scale your staff next. You not It's not just about productivity, Brent. It's about this fulfillment concept. It's about, you know, happy team, happy clients. It's about being realistic of what it means to be human. Most of the people I work with are entrepreneurs. I kind of got their number, right? I don't ask my clients to send in their login information, their credentials on their own. I don't. I say, hey, my VA is going to meet with you on Tuesday, two o'clock. Does that work? And she's going to help collect all of the credentials we need for this project. Because once I put a to-do on their to-do list, I'm now associated <laughs> with this feeling of like, oh, I got to do that. Oh, yeah, she said I had to do it by then. Oh, what am I going to do? Okay, I'll get to that later. Hold on. And I don't want that for my clients. I don't want my clients to think of me as like, she's the one who put stuff on my to-do list that I procrastinate because, you know, it's kind of a big deal to start a new branding project, right? Mm, so, so instead of your client getting like a big onboarding form or something like that, where they're mm-hmm. having to like do it themselves, essentially you're using your VA to, to be that, that to doer, right? They're going to just meet as long as the client can show up and be in the meeting, the VA is going to go through and collect all the information that they need or whatever that you would normally collect them like a form. Yeah. And I just, I, I love entrepreneurs, Brent. I, I, my whole family is entrepreneurs. I absolutely adore entrepreneurs. And I have a, a magnificent father who is angry every day. And every single day of his 72 years on this planet, he has said, there are not enough hours in this day. I didn't get anything done. I'm like, really? Because you worked eight hours and you did tons of stuff. Like you picked up my kids. Like you did, I didn't get anything done today. And this is where it came from for me. It came from this, like, I've watched these beautiful humans be weighed down by feeling like, well, of course I can do 12 hours in this next hour, right? Of course I can do that. Like, we are unrealistic. We're dreamers. We're visionaries. This is our power. This is our genius. This is the beauty of what we do and who we are. And the dark side or the other side of it is that we're unrealistic with with how we can get things done. So that's, that's where this passion for this comes from for me is that I don't want that for another entrepreneur. I want entrepreneurs to be enabled, right? I want myself. I wanted, I enabled myself. I, I love every session I have because I, I feel like oh, I can breathe. I did this for myself. Like I made the time. I'm going to show up. There's another human. But I want, I want entrepreneurs to be unburdened and to be excited about what they're doing because we are the creators. We are the ones that change the world. We are the ones that take this idea of what is already normal and accepted and go, thank you, no, thank you. I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to go create the next whatever it is, right? And I, re- I love that mission. I love that energy of entrepreneurs. And I, I always feel bad when, it, when they're like, oh, but I just, I didn't show up for myself. I, I blocked the time on my calendar and I didn't show up for myself. Mm, I know there's a lot of people out there who, uh, I know you can't see my video. I'm, I'm raising my hand. That you know, you you put something and you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna block out that two hours next next mm-hmm. you know Friday, Friday from three to five I'll work on my own marketing or whatever, right? Which <laughs> which I feel like is it's the right idea, and and yeah. sometimes it does work, but a lot of times 
It doesn't because we let ourselves off the hook. And I've actually always found that if I know I'm meeting with somebody that for, you know, whatever reason, maybe it's like the people pleaser in me or something, right? Like it's so much, there's a a bigger commitment there than just Mm -hmm. a commitment to myself. I mean, I wish I could just say, hey, I always honor 100% of the commitments I make to myself. But I mean, you know. Right. That's probably not realistic, right? I mean, maybe there are those disciplined people out there that that can honestly say that, but I like the idea of having a VA that I could, or just schedule my VA. Actually, what I've I've started to do since we brought on a full-time operations manager at YouGurus is is do a lot more of that, of like, hey, let's just block this time out and we're going to just crank through a bunch of stuff, right, together kind of thing. You're going to, you know, and and one of the things that Amber will, uh, she'll be like, what post-it notes are sitting on your desk right now, right? You know, and I'll, I'll be like, oh, there's this one. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And then are there any others? And I'll be like, look at it, three. And I'll be like, no, no, there's no other post-it notes. And she's like, you're not telling me the truth. And I'm like, I know, I know. She's like, just read them to me and I'll tell you whether I can do them or not, right? And I don't, I mean, I think there's, there's some really deep stuff there that probably most entrepreneurs need to work with and work out. But I love that yeah. your approach is kind of more taking it as it's uh it's it's a it, that's a harder let, let's just do the easy thing let's just get somebody on a call yeah. with you have them watch you work I love the idea of pointing and calling for that kind of stuff just to, to give somebody a tool to be able to help somebody else understand what they're doing and why they're doing it and to turn that maybe into some documentation or better yet have somebody else turn that into some documentation that you can then that they can then take and run and and do all the good stuff that you're doing. So Jen, this has been, um, this has been a lot of fun. I feel like 200 episodes is too long, uh, in between to have you on the program for how much time we, how much time we spend together, how many amazing things you do for our people. I know we kind of talked mostly about the VA subject today. Uh, you have many other superpowers within, uh, the agency landscape. So we'll get you back on the program here pretty soon. Are you ready for our lightning round? Okay. I'm ready. What is the best advice you have ever received? Get out of the project management role by Brent Weaver. <laughs> I'm just still like, now that I know, I've I've known you now for seven years. I totally forgot about that, that you were PM for WebClio. Horrible. Which, and to know your, your, your business partner at WebClio, who's very analytical, very organized, yes. Just never wants to be in the front of anything. Like he always wants to mm-hmm. be like, you know, to keep things in, in, in boxes and organized, right? It's just, it's so funny to think that you were, you were a project manager, I know. but I'm glad we sorted that out. It was such a, such a bad fit. Such a bad fit. Uh, which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? I think reading. I, I read a lot. I read to my kids a lot. I read a lot. And it's um, a way for me to get out of my head and be bigger than just me to experience other things, other people, other ideas to be exposed, to be connected. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you currently use that you think our listeners will find valuable? Oh, we talked a bit about it, but I would, I'd highly recommend everybody try out. If you, if any of this touched you at all, try out Worksitter, right? Worksitter, uh, there's a free session. If you like it, or if you're unsure, tell them I sent you and I'll pay for your second session if you're still unsure. It's such a gift to yourself. So I, that would be the source. 
What speaking of, of reading, what book would you recommend and why? Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel. Last name starts with a K. I don't know how to pronounce it. Brilliant for this sort of idea of how to be realistic with who you are, with who other people are, with what our capabilities. It really helped me to be even more compassionate for all human beings. I think it's Daniel Kahneman, something like yep, that. I'm looking right at it. That sounds about yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big Good fan job. of that book. So uh, yep. it is a, it's, it's a, it's a heady read, uh, but it's a, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's one of those that, uh, you know, I never really understood what it's a heuristic a was to, until I read that book. Right. Right. Um, it's a good one to listen to and read at the same time so you can take notes. But it keep for me, it keeps me focused because in heady books like that, I will I will be off in dancing somewhere in a field in my head. So I listen to it and have the actual book so I take notes and follow along. Cool. I love the pro tip there. I've never listened to a book mm-hmm. and read it at the same time. So uh, that's always, that's really cool. If you guys want to find out a link to Thinking Fast and Slow, as well as to uh, to work center, check out our show notes at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Jen, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Uh, LinkedIn page or webclio.com. Send me an email and my staff will get back to you. <laughs> You might uh, you might interact with a VA or work center, and they might schedule you with Jen. They might uh, qualify you, right. uh, et cetera. So, uh, well, we will link to your LinkedIn profile. We will Perfect. link to Web Clio. We will link to uh, work center as well. I know you're uh, somewhat involved in that company. I mean, kind of. I I advise them every advisor. single week. Okay. I meet with them for one hour. Yep. Awesome. Well, we will link out to work center as well. I know a bunch of people inside of U Academy are big WorkSitter fans. So uh, we'll link out to WorkSitter.com as well and get all that stuff at YouGurus.com forward slash podcast. So if you listen to this week of, you'll see Jen's photo right up at the top. Click on her. You'll get some nuggets, key takeaways, all that good stuff. So check it out and uh, hope you guys enjoy having somebody watch you work. I will, I will, uh, I will give it a try. I will, I will wow. do my best. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I feel so, I feel so naked. Like you're watching me work. <laughs> Anyways, Jen, thanks again for yes. stopping by the program. Absolutely. Anytime. And that's it for this week's episode of the digital agency show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want that free ebook on how to scale to multiple six and seven figures, all you got to do is DM me on Facebook the word gift at Brent Weaver, and I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Brent Weaver.